This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Get out of town. Welcome to the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast on the Bet Rivers Network. I am Tad Whistle. I am John Bindley. We're at the Live Brick Studios in Glenshaw. You bet. I haven't felt this good being here to record a show in a very long time. Our producer, Ben Stonium, is with us. Remember to check out our hotline. We want to hear from you. 412-368-6375. There's a good energy in the room, and as I traverse the city Monday morning, I felt like there was a good energy everywhere, man. I feel like we, the people... Needed that win so bad. So bad. It raises the floor of, like, civility, manners, understanding of your fellow Pittsburgher. We're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> right I up. believe I texted you at the end of the game, and I said, we're back, baby, and you said, back as f- <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like me. That sounds yeah. like something I would say. No matter what happens for the rest of this season. We beat Tom Brady. I know. I know. And we beat him good. <laughs> I he mean, got it, mad. How he, many times it, did he get mad? They were showing a clip from like 2010, a couple other times. He screamed because they've gotten some slow starts against us in the Patriot years. And he screams. And then it's like, oh, he screamed at everybody. And then they came back and won. Not this time, motherfucker. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. I, uh,. I was thinking about like ranking victories over Tom Brady, but there have been so few. Like there was the Lamar Woodley year in like eleven or twelve when we beat him, and then the Joe Hayden interception one, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, and this one was special too because we helped, and I'm sure that I think a lot of other teams in the league are going to help with this as well. Like we're exposing Tom Brady for the confused old man that he is. Father Time comes for us all. Mm-hmm. Some of us, much sooner, like me in my late 20s, um, that's really when the wheels fell off for me. Maybe I should have been eating avocado ice cream and doing more dumb shit like that, mm-hmm. but I don't know, man. Tom Brady. You know, we we got right with the football gods. The only way we were going to break the ac- the Acrisure curse the curse of Akrasher was to beat the big boss in our that's the only thing that could break the spell and we did it yeah and now we can we can start to build a new life at Akrasher <laughs> Stadium that's how I feel yeah um I don't know and you know what like nothing after a win like nothing bothers me like uh I know that a lot of local pundits are trying to force this like quarterback controversy there is there is none i'm happy also there is none i'm happy to have one i'm happy to have but there isn't we won yeah true bicket how about that together they beat tom brady true bicket 
is greater than Tom Brady. That's all they had to do. We found a way to win. That's it's all I care about. Sort of like Deadpool. Sure, I've never seen it. Can't stand Ryan Reynolds. Can't stand him. I love him. Never could stand him. Something about him irks me. He's in one of my favorite movies, Mississippi Grind, about two degenerate gamblers. Haven't seen it. Maybe that'll change. On the road. It's a great film. Call me old-fashioned. I don't care who the quarterback is as long as we win. And I'm sure someone out there is like, here's what you do. You put Kenny in. Oh, my God. You put Kenny in (laughs) for the first quarter up until the two-minute drill, put Mitch in. Okay, so Mitch gets warmed up a little mm-hmm. bit. Then Kenny starts the third quarter. He just does the lat. If we're winning, Kenny stays in there, gets to do the victory formation. If not, you throw Trubisky in for the two-minute drill. It's crazy because someone absolutely is saying that yeah, right like now. Yeah, like the closer. Like Mitch is the closer. <laughs> Nothing quite sums it up as they cut away to the two-minute warning, and it's all but clear that we're probably going to win this game. And whoever was working production for Fox, as they usually do during Steelers sporting events, they cue Rusted Root, send me on my way. (laughs) I would like to. Tom Brady pissed off. On my way. Yeah. Do the flute. Oh, my God. I felt like I was in, like, the celebration (laughs) party scene in the movie Willow. You know, like, I just wanted to, like, dance a jig. It felt so good. There, Send him on his way. There are few, Send him on his way. Few songs you'd want to hear when you're pissed off less than that. Yeah. But like it's our song. Too. Right. It's like, it's like. Rusty uh, Rude, Pittsburgh Zone. Yeah, that was sweet. My God. So good. I would like to shake the hand of whoever in production was like, this is it. This is when we're going to send him on his way. Send him home. And they had the B team for that. I didn't even. Never saw um, the uh, the play-by-play guy before. No. Daryl Johnson. I like having Moose. Yeah. I like him. He's old school. He's a. Uh... Smash dick and full bush. Smash dick. Full bush. We've got some new t-shirts. Mm. Pittsburgh Clothing Company rolling these. You're doing a lot of tongue stuff, and I really don't know how I feel about we it. We beat it's, Tom Brady. It's a lot. It's 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 a lot. It would be a lot for a Kiss show. Um, Pittsburgh Clothing Company has rolled out these fantastic shirts. Smash Dick, Full Bush, Pittsburgh Football. This is one that when you're, you're walking up to someone wearing this shirt, and they're like, oh, yeah, Pittsburgh Football. Love it. And then the closer inspection, they're like, what the hell? What? Yeah, this would be a good one to wear to the office, to work. I think so. And see who among your coworkers and boss, mm-hmm. or bosses, direct superiors, uh, will notice, right? You could probably get away with it, and then people will be like, wait a second. And then they'll be like, yeah. John, my smash stick full bush play of the game, got to give it to a guy who's been, uh, Tomlin said in the press conference, he's been on the upswing. I certainly hope so, but he made a huge play when it mattered. Devin Bush, that pass breakup on the two-point conversion. That was big. That was big. Uh, for me, Ogunjobi, which is a great, fun name to say. Yeah. I felt like he was all over the field, man. He was disruptive in a way that I hadn't seen. Uh, I guess he's not a – he's a nose tackle. We, they don't call it that anymore. Everybody's just a – He's D a tackle, DN. Tackle. Right. Um, but to me, he was shades of Joel Steed. 
<laughs> right? Shades of Casey Hampton in there. He was blowing mm-hmm. up the middle and uh, getting getting in TB12's face. And I can't wait to go to a game. Hopefully he'll have another good game and hear Yinzer say, Ogan Joby. I really hope. I, I want this feeling again, and I want it again next Monday. But we're not done with the Bucks here. No, we're not. You know, as I was uh, elated, a little dehydrated on Monday, I came up with the idea. I was like, "Hey, you know what we should do? We should, we should call a Tampa radio station. This is not good. Like, don't do this. We should call a Tampa radio station and pretend to be Bucks fans." Yeah. Just a week ago, not sure how many games we were going to win, so we got to find a way to make the most of right. of this one. It's time to check in. This guy, he's syndicated nationally. He does good work. He does very good work. He's Ricky the Sports Gun. Um, he he's syndicated nationally. He's a, he's a daytime show, but he does some some market specific uh, sports shows as well. Take a listen. Welcome back to the Sports Gun. It's Ricky Gun here, one hundred four point six of the Cave, Tampa. 20 to 18, your final as the Buccaneers fall to the Steelers on Sunday. Greg Sherman will join us at the bottom of the hour to give us his grades of the game. But right now, we want your reactions. Let's go to the phones. We've got Gary in Gary and Ingram, Ingram, Florida, it says here. Not exactly sure where that is. All right, Gary, you're one on one with the gun. Hey, thanks for taking my call, guy. Listen, I've been a Bucks fan since I'm talking going way back. Right. What happened on Sunday, Whew. that was embarrassing. Let's call it like it is. The Buccaneers suck. Well. They went to Pittsburgh, and they peed themselves. They're not the first team to do it. Probably won't be the last one. But, I mean, they got all gussied up for mass. I'm talking fresh khaki slacks on, and they just went ahead and peed their pants like little babies. Gary bringing the absolute smoke today. Tell us how you really feel, my man. <laughs> and here's another thing. You got Tom Brady running around out there. He's 58 years old. His last round of plastic surgery has him looking like the candlestick dude from Beauty and the Beast. Lumiere, right. Yeah, Lumineers, exactly. Imagine this, fella. Okay. Imagine you're one of them O-linemen getting freaked out on by Tom Brady. He was at Robert Kraft's Eyes Wide Shut wedding all last week, getting banged up on twisted teas and celery-infused rum or whatever, running off to the coat room to leave jizzle-long, meandering voicemails about how they both took vows and it should mean something. And then he comes over and calls you a loser. How's that supposed to inspire you? You know what I mean? Uh, okay, look, I think I think some of that is fair criticism. You know, not a great game by TB12. Anyone can come on here and complain. What is it going to take for them to fix this? How are the Bucks going to move forward? I think the solution is twofold. Mm. Number one, us Bucks fans, we should have to suck a rotten egg. Suck it long. Okay. Suck it hard. Okay. You know what? Second, maybe it's time to experiment. You know, maybe try Byron Leftwich as a player <sighs> coach type role. Maybe he can get you some wins. He did a fine job backing up Ben Roethlisberger. I think I see what's going on here, Gary. You uh, you seem to know a lot about Steelers history. I mean, they're a world class organization and a storied franchise that has a a history of sustained success and excellence. Yeah, I mean, I keep up with them in that regard. But you said you're a Bucks fan. Yeah. Who are your favorite Buccaneers players of all time? Uh, all time? Um, Antonio Brown. A.Q. Shipley. Okay. Uh, Steve McClendon. All right. Ross Cockrell. Thank you. 
Here on the Sports Gun with Ricky Gunn, 104.6, The Cave. Here's my question. What the hell is Robert Kraft's problem? He runs, he owns a football team and has a fall wedding? Wasn't it like a surprise, too? That was a weird thing. I read. Was it? Like a surprise, like how much of a, of a surprise can it be? Can your impending marriage be? Yeah. Um, I'd like to thank him because... Much like the plot of Celtic Pride. Never saw it. Okay. Ben Stonium, I think, has seen it. It is the 90s. All right. So in the plot of the plot of Celtic Pride is there's the these Celtics fans. They are uh it's basketball season and they're playing in the playoffs. The Celtics are playing the Utah Jazz, who is a superstar, and these two fans take it upon themselves to get to like uh buy that guy a bunch of drinks at uh at the bar. They like stock him to a bar. So hopefully there were some Steeler fans working as caterers. Right. And they got Tom Brady extraordinarily drunk. And he was balls hung over. He was ball bag hung over. Yeah, man. Against the Steelers. Could you just imagine him, you know, drunk off of organic twisted teas, screaming at people for doing the electric shuffle slide <laughs> wrong? Doing, yeah, doing it wrong. <laughs> I could see it. I I just yeah. I I just don't understand how you how you could have a fall wedding if you if you own an NFL team because he doesn't have to play the next day. Uh, look, the Patriots did win. They crushed the Browns, but like some people paid the price for that. Yeah. Um. I <laughs> I do want to mention. You know, it gets talked about a lot. Um, and the guy takes a lot, like Robert Kraft, he's taken a lot of heat over the years, but the woman he married is the woman from the massage parlor. Really? No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I got a dude with that at the bar. I was like, you know, he did marry that. I mean, of course that woman was like vilified. And he made it right. Probably. Yeah. yeah. And was probably like deported and nothing happened to Robert Kraft cause he's right. a rich asshole. Um, and like getting people with that is actually like cheap and just kind of points out how terrible you got me good we are anyway Tom Brady and Robert Kraft they've obviously known each other a very long time mm. they have a close relationship Tom Brady was able to drop everything for this surprise wedding and uh, and be there stand for his guy you've got to imagine that he gave a speech and if so do you I mean do you, do you think you have, like, any idea how that would have gone down? Yeah, I feel like I can kind of put myself in that. I'm sure he's given some speeches at many a wedding, but this one probably had to mean quite a bit, right? So it probably was like, you know, raise a glass to Bobby Kay and his new bride. Dana. 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 I hope you realize what it is you got there. That's a man, okay? And he deserves respect. And loyalty, and patience, and someone to forage for that nutrient-dense mushroom that we call love. It's not always going to be easy. It's not some big Brazilian ball of wax all the time, you know? It's, uh, it's going to get hairy. You don't just pull the ripcord when someone shows you that they're the exact same person that you married. 
Not everybody grows, you know, Dana? Some people are gonna desperately hang on to the identity that they cultivated for themselves since the age of 23, and that's that. Okay, sorry, you caught me one time manually pleasuring myself to highlights from Super Bowl 51, and I'm the one that has a problem? No, Dana. No, 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 no. I was a sixth round pick. Who the f are you, Dana? Now get the f no, you guys are so much better than this. You're playing like a Easy. bunch of Yeah, so I think it probably, you know, went something like that. <laughs> I think that that's exactly how it went. Yeah. I mean, you could really see that happening, though. 100%. Like, you could see it, it's... A little yeah. chippy. The, it's, not a, it's not a great feeling... You go to a wedding and you're like, you're like, uh, like badly single or like just had a fight with your significant other. Like that's, it's mm. not a good wedding headspace to be in. No, man. Well, I'm glad we were able to, <laughs> I'm glad we were able to pin down how it went. Mm. John, let's pivot a little bit to the Penguins. Hockey Town USA. Hockey's back in Pittsburgh. That's right. It's going to be an interesting Penguin season. Um, first off, I, I certainly feel like the temperature of like my, my friends and also myself, the, the excitement for the penguin season is the Steelers have barely been able to tread water and struggled mightily, uh, has really, uh, has been, I don't know, higher than the, than the last few years coming off the back-to-back -back Stanley Cup run, but it really, there is a certain magic in the air because it seemed like when the season ended last year, there's no way that they're going to keep the band together. How could they? And it's like, okay, well, if, if Latang and Malkin stay, how on earth, how on God's green earth could Brian Rust be around? And they did it. Like somehow, and we'll find out if it was, if it's wise to keep uh, that many uh 30 plus gentlemen together for that long but it's it's got the uh it's got that blues brothers vibe it does you know the hockey season is such a long season that it's important to to have you know some patience and to be honest I'm very guilty of like I monitor I check I know what's going on but and then in February, you're like, February, all right, I'm talking about we need we need to pinch, we need to pinch more, and we need, you know, I know mm -hmm. it all, I know it all come yeah. playoff time, but um, I think these are fun games, right? Because it's uh, it's get to know some new players, but those those a couple, three, yeah, <laughs> like a few, I guess. Those three faces, man, we've we've come to rely on them, and I think everyone in Pittsburgh takes Sidney Crosby for granted. And he's the man, and we're going to win the cup. I mean, it was long ago, but it wasn't all that long ago when, like, you know, like Ryan Malone was the best player on the Penguins. Yep. You know? And that's not a knock on Ryan Malone. It's just, like, that's, for some franchises, that's what it is. It's not, like, a world beater and, like, also Malkin, yep. you know, and Latang. So um, it's going to be a cool season. I think I'm excited. Just a, a few notes that I was really hoping for uh, with the just over this last week that hockey's been back. I really wanted Kapanen to score, which he did. Thank God, especially like given the slow starts and the massive slumps that 
Kasperi Kavanagh is prone to. Yeah, shout out to our friends at the Anybody Can Do This Show podcast because they, yeah. they coined the name Cheeks Clappinen. <laughs> Which and I just love. Neighbor Nick even got the Casperi uh, Cabinet 42 jersey with cheeks on the back. Yeah. So, hell yeah, Neighbor hell yeah. Nick. That is badass. Also, Zucker scored, who spent the whole year being hurt and then returning and immediately being hurt again. Mm. So, it's good for those dudes to to get off the schneid or, you know, to, I guess to get off to a, a good start. We're hoping to do some some Penguin game stuff because... I think Bet Rivers and the Penguins are bedfellows. They're cozy. You could say. So hopefully we'll Penguins be... Penguins mate for life, right? Wow. Imagine being you're in, you're you work for the sales team for the for the Pittsburgh Penguins and you're like trying to close you're trying to close yeah. a deal with like uh with a car dealership and you're like, "Listen up, guys. In the natural world, Penguins they made for life. Not it's not just promiscuous. It's not no. just one of these see you later. No. You know what I mean? It's it's uh right. It's for life. I think I don't know if they ever have, but I'd like to give our friends at the Penguins a little tip. You know, we're media guys, right? Oh my god. We're media savvy. <laughs> oh, have they ever used any clips of Danny DeVito's Penguin from the Tim Burton Almost move? certainly. Right? The Penguins I played play this stinking city <laughs> like a harp from hell. <laughs> right? Or me when I'm hungover in the middle of the night, you know, the way he dies in that movie, he, like, falls in, like, the sewer and gets, like, a bunch of oil. And he's like, I need a cool glass <laughs> of ice water. Ice water. <laughs> if you ever wake up hungover from a smoky bar and have to do the the Danny DeVito penguin walk, you feel me. But anyways, they should be using clips <laughs> they, of that look, shit during games. That, the would, that would get me hyped. Former penguins, Benick McCulloch from, like, yes. ten years ago in Braveheart. The beginning, after, spoiler, they kill his wife, mm. and then they take over like their little lordship, like uh, Hamlet. Right. They all start chanting, McCulloch. McCulloch. Zabinic McCulloch was like, a def- he was a McCulloch. defenseman, and he like never scored. You know, he was like the Hal Gill, like maybe one or two goals a year. Yeah. And when he scored, they had that ready to go, Dude. and they played it, and it was amazing. I forgot about that. That was so badass. Good memory on you. It was so badass. So anyway, yeah, we're hoping to do some Penguin stuff. Excited for the season. And um, that's that's the other thing that is oft overlooked about the baseball season ending here in Pittsburgh is it means that hockey season is right there to make you forget about going to a Pirates game and dropping $125 on beer alone. Mm-hmm. All right. We want to hear from you. The hotline. Hit us up there. 412 368 6375 you want to pose an inane question you want to react to something on the show you want to hit us with your own conspiracy theory well we love them here check us out there 412-368-6375 or 412-FOUND-75 another handy way to remember it Mm. Uh, found 75 uh, but in the case of the river system John in a recent Post-Gazette article, they found 100 cars. Found 100 vehicles, according to an article in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette that came out last week. Around 100 vehicles lay hidden below the surface of Pittsburgh's rivers. Investigators with a search and recovery dive team found these. Uh, they're called Members of, Adventure, of Adventures with Purpose. 
AWP, group of volunteer divers. They said most of the cars are like roughly 30 years old. And to paraphrase, like to get them out of the, like they would crumble, like they're not in. Um, So they would need like, I'm thinking about like the Titanic. There might be some equipment or scientists from Point Park that might be able to get in there. (laughs) And... uh, And kind of conserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how about that, man? I mean, rivers aren't that deep. All right, I don't know. I mean, I'll take your word for it. I went to I river camp. Okay, there it is, folks. I went to the, river camp. The flex on, of all flexes. River camp boy over On the here. Voyager. Well, here's the thing. I was the kind of kid that my mom just signed me up for a bunch of camps and was like, guess what? You're going, right? Right, because as a, as a, you as a child in the summer were unbearable to right, be around. Right, just... Just send me whatever camp. My mom's like, you're going to tennis camp. I'm like, I've never played tennis. I hate tennis. Well, you're going to tennis camp. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have a racket. They'll have one there, I bet. You could borrow someone's <laughs> going to camp. I went to river camp. And I remember we like measured and I was like, like, there's major- I feel like, and if I'm wrong, someone will let me know, I'm sure. But like, I feel like a lot of the areas of the river are only like nine to 12 feet deep. Really? Yeah. There's deep there's much deeper parts I think but like I think on average it's really not that deep. I guess I guess I'm not really blown away by the 100 number. You know what I mean like rivers been there a long time, cars have existed for like 110 years. Yeah, I guess where it is is weird to me like it's near the stadium but I guess this would have ha- been happening around the time that Three Rivers was a thing so different location. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, a lot of secrets. Scary stuff, right? Se- I mean, you know, the you'd have to assume that many of those were like probably on record as like missing. Right. And they do say that um that they believe that it is um they're guessing that it's from organized crime over the years. Okay. Let me ask you this. How many of those dumbass scooters do you think are in are in our rivers right now? Let me throw this number out a there. A thousand. Okay, so you all right, over under eighty and a half. I'm taking the over on I that. I think it's under. I don't know. Well, they can track them, right? But it would be such a you can never if you're that scooter company or the city for that matter, you can't release that number because then you'll tip people off to how sweet it is to throw those into the river. I, I want to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be cool, like when cars become you know, because the goal of that is to have people drive less cars, and it's like the mob will be like. We tied him to a scooter. Yeah. And we tied the scooter to a cinder block. Mm-hmm. We, dropped, we dropped them in the mud. I mean, they're pretty heavy. I don't know if you've... Oh, if... I've angrily ripped one. <laughs> I've angrily moved one <laughs> from the parking space in front of my house. So, And they beep. They go... Arr, arr, arr. Yeah, I've done that right. in a fit of rage on a Tuesday. Getting home from work. Okay. Yeah. Well, glad you asked. <laughs> Taking up a whole parking space. You ever ride one? No. It's dumb as fuck. I rode one one time. It was um it was on. You can tell when they're on. Mm. I'm not good at I'm not like good at riding a bike. Like I haven't done it in a very long time. And this was much the same thing. Like I could easily kill myself on this. That's that's very easily. Yeah. Also, like, it's probably fun, but you know me. You've known me a while. Like sometimes I just have to stick to my my guns and I decided long ago that I hate those things and I'm going to stay close-minded and and 
not get on one. Sometimes an asset, sometimes a horrible, horrible detriment. But like me and Tom Brady, you know, that's one thing we have in common. <laughs> we double down. Mm-hmm. Tom Brady has absolutely ridden a scooter for like some Instagram photo op. Oh yeah, like on the beach. All right, let's move on. Okay, on to Miami. Bienvenido, Miami. Party in the city where the heat is on. Brian Flores should know all the plays for us. Okay, that's the, okay. That's the whole thing about Miami. Brian Flores. We have to win this game. And I know that Tomlin did say in the press conference, like, it doesn't matter. Like, you can tell players, like, what is going to happen. And they're like, they nod along. It doesn't really matter. Uh, I'm going to say that it matters a lot. It and matters I'm gonna, a lot. I'm going to say that, you know, Brian Flores should at least have some elite trash talk queued up that he knows is going to go directly into the brain of Xavion Howard mm-hmm. or whatever, that he can, like, say something very personally hurtful to him and take him off of his game. I think all cards got to be on the table. Flow res to flow rata. Let's go. <laughs> um, do you remember the classic Steelers-Dolphins game? The 3 nothing overtime game at Heinz Field is like a Sunday or Monday night. Yep, stuck in the, the ball, stuck in the mud on that punt. I was at that game. Really? Sucked so much. So I drove down from Edinburgh to go to that game, and uh, I remember my mom dropped me off, like all players. I stepped out of my mom's Honda Civic, and I immediately did the Groundhog Day, stepping into the massive oh. eight-inch puddle. So I just was like had this horrible, like soggy Ooh. foot the whole time. Um, yeah, that game had it all: lightning delay, Lawrence Timmons semi-intentionally stepping on. Ricky Williams is back and tearing his pec. Yeah, that was hell, and I'd like for that to not happen again. Yeah, that that wasn't fun to watch on TV, as I recall. Yeah, it, it sucked big time. I want to end with this. I have a very important question regarding Dan Marino I want to ah, ask you. Central Catholic. I think Dan Marino cares about this game at all. No. You, you think he's going to appointment watch this game? No. Uh, Actually, hold on a second. Is he interested? Is he rooting for Kenny Pickett? Pit guy. Mm, that's a really good question. Is he rooting for Kenny? Has he called Kenny Pickett? Is he like I am like the mentor of of you know many of these young men and I don't ever got that vibe from him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So crazy. like, why would he call Kenny Pickett? More sun, more perpetually sunburned. Dan Marino or Clint Hurdle? Clint Hurdle, but it's close. Yeah. I mean, it's very close. Marino, yeah, even like as a broadcaster, like what the hell sunburn. are you doing? Yeah. Screen up, dog. Come on, man, it's cool. Take Sounds care of yourself. Cool. All right, that's going to do it for us this week. On to Miami. Brian Flores pulling the fire alarm at the Dolphins Hotel. Hell yeah. Four in the morning. <laughs> Gunner Olczewski giving two a big, big lipper. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for the Untitled Pittsburgh Sports Comedy Podcast. There's a lot of ways you can get in touch with us. UntitledPittsburgh at gmail.com, 412-368-6375. Huge thanks to Liveberg for having us here in their beautiful studios. Check them out, LiveBergStudios.com. If you want a Smash Dick Full Bush t-shirt, and why wouldn't you? Check that out, pghclothing.com slash sdf 
B. Shout out to our producer, Ben Stonium. Until next week. Mwah. <laughs>